Ready when you are, baby. Hi, I'm Micah. Hi, I'm Nathan. And this is the From Tinder to Twins podcast. So put those headphones in. Lay back. (laughs) I got nothing. (laughs) Okay. Okay, we're back with another episode. Mm-hmm. And what are we talking about on this episode, babe? Sex stuff. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> Nathan, I feel like is probably going to say all of 10 words this whole episode because we have our first guest, mm-hmm. which I'm super excited about. But Nathan is a very shy, shy boy. And I just don't see him saying that well, much. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but he did take a shot of uh, cinnamon whiskey before this to kind of get loose. We'll see when that kicks in. You might be able to tell exactly (laughs) when it kicks in. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, yeah, let's get into it. We are here today with Kiana Hernandez, soon to be sex therapist. You can say hi. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know when it was my cue. Sorry. Sometimes okay. I feel like Nathan doesn't know either. Sometimes I'm just like staring at him and he's just like, oh, am I supposed oh, to say that? <laughs> but anyways, yes. So I met Kiana when I was a little baby, 18-year-old freshman so in college. <laughs> and she was my assigned mentor. Right. And I just had the biggest crush on her. Like, friend Likewise. Crush. I was just like, she's just so cool and 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 pretty and she was in a sorority and I was just so insecure and she just seemed so confident I was like oh my god I just want to be just like her and I just want to be her friend and now here she is I know my friend guest on my podcast it's like a dream come true you have a podcast girl I know well honestly also because of you because like low-key I listen to you as a guest on another podcast and I was like all right I'm ready I'm doing the podcast the time. <laughs> yeah it was weird we were talking about it and then you did it and I was like oh damn you really are like about your word and just jumped right in yeah I'm not I'm not known for my patience <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like all right yeah let's do it yeah Michael literally just texts me and was like tonight we're gonna record a podcast and I was like all right he's like, okay. yeah she we- was like he's got all the equipment so let's just do it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, luckily, we hey, have been talking about talking it. talking about sex today. <laughs> Equipment. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we have been talking about it for a while, so it's like, at least it wasn't like a true out-of-the-blue thing, but anyways. It was time. Okay, so do you want to do any kind of introduction? Sure. So, yeah, we met at CSUN. Um, I think I was close to on my way out by the time we met. And then I've been working as a nanny since I graduated, and I decided finally to try and become a therapist and stop just being comfortable doing what I was doing. And after four years of trying, I finally got into an MFT program. Yes, San Francisco. (laughs) So uh, in two years, I'll be a therapist, and then in about a year after that, I'll be a certified sex therapist is the plan. Mm -hmm. But so far, I just have a certificate a graduate certificate in human sexuality. And so I feel like I, I'm able to talk about these things and not just, you know, gossip, which it still feels like because sex is fun. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but you That's have the, That's me. the facts. It's like girl talk, but with facts. Yeah. And then the first time I've talked, this is the most I've ever talked to men about sex, which Ooh. is exciting and new and different and, you know, different perspective. And yeah. I've learned a lot, actually. So a question that we got asked multiple times on Instagram was, do you have any advice for women who are feeling low libido or low interest in sex during pregnancy? This question, actually, I learned a lot looking into it because I'm not yet, I've not been pregnant, so I don't know it personally, but mm-hmm. I mean, firsthand. yeah, firsthand, but obviously going like being pregnant your hormones are going wild Mm -hmm. and there's some people who um experience a higher sex drive because of that hormone spike and some people whose sex drive just fuck oh whatever just no you can cuss it's totally fine (laughs) just plummets because of uh all of the hormones so 
I think that it's just kind of learning how to manage it and balance it. And if it's the negative of your sex drive plummeting, you have to put, it's kind of like a use it or lose it thing. Like I understand mm. that you're tired mm-hmm. and your body is changing and you're growing a human. So like, get off me if I don't want to have sex. Sorry, I'm tired. Yeah. But at the same time, if you want to keep that drive up, I think that you have to put work into it. But uh, yeah, so just, you know, use it or lose it type of thing where you have to keep your desire up and put in the work to try and fight letting it go if it's that important to you in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Because for some couples, it's like if you don't have sex in two or three weeks, it's normal for you, which is fine. But if you're going from one kind of routine and then with pregnancy hormones, it's like completely different. You have to have an open communication to talk about it so that everybody's happy, but also understand that, again, you're growing a human. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that you can also do it with like making sure that you plan time to be intimate with each other, give a massage. Um, I don't know. Ooh, Ooh, you know what's fun? I love that. There are these vibrators that are like couple vibrators and you wear it and they even have Bluetooth vibrators now. Like their technology is off, off the fucking charts. Right. Yeah. So you'll, you'll wear it and like clip it onto your panties. It'll be like vulva vibe panty magnet. Uh-huh. Okay. And the person with the phone, the Bluetooth connects to it and you can just be like, Hey babe. I'm like, <laughs> flick it on the phone and just be like, I'm thinking of you. Yeah. So maybe things like that and just the excitement and staying on your toes and, Kind of just not like I did with being a nanny, like not getting comfortable. Right. And, like actively trying to keep your sex life alive, but also respecting if not right now. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I I mean, I don't know. That was not my experience. Uh, low libido during pregnancy was not, not an issue for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I feel like it would be, it is like uh, the stereotype, right? That women are super horny when they're pregnant. Yeah. So I would just imagine that it's like, if you're not feeling that, you might be like, what the hell? Or like, yeah, is something wrong with me or what's going on? But it really is just it's just how your body reacts to hormones. So I think just kind of being like gentle with yourself, right? That whatever you're feeling is okay, And and understanding that it's all normal. Yeah. And even if you had multiple pregnancies, you might react differently depending on the pregnancy and your age and your circumstance and like everything falls into it, how you are with your partner, if your relationship, like not all pregnancies are like, yay, we're having a baby. So that can Mm -hmm. definitely affect whether or not, you know, you want to jump on each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think you're right. You just have to be gentle with yourself and be honest with yourself and your partner to figure out how to make everyone happy and kind of be on the same page. Yeah. Same track. The key But I think, yeah, but like you said, like the key with most issues is communication. Right. All like sex included. Even, yeah, even like raising your desire. It's like it all starts in your brain. Mm -hmm. If you're not turned on mentally with each other, what are you doing? Yeah. Just going through the motions and not going after pleasure. You're just literally pumping and being done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. What, where's the connection in that? Yeah. Although, wait, wait, yeah. Sometimes that's I mean, what you need. All you need well, is just like yeah, to I was gonna say. done. But <laughs> I mean, if you're really like, no, I don't want to have sex. Like, I'm not into it. I mean, there's like other things you could do, right? Like until. Yeah. Like I said, know. like with the vibrator, mutual yeah. mas- you can try mutual masturbation. You can just send each other like cute little sexy texts, photos, whatever. Just keep each other like aroused and. I'm thinking of you. I know that I'm tired, but this or mm, yep. maybe give mm-hmm. your man or your whatever your partner a massage, and who knows that'll probably turn into other things. Or take a bath together. Who knows that'll probably turn into other things also. You know. Also, just like don't put any pressure on yourself because that like then you're spectatoring while you're trying to enjoy each other instead of being present. You know. Yeah, and I think I love like the bath or the massage because when obviously like when you're not having sex there's a there can be like a loss of intimacy mm-hmm. but it's like and you don't want that especially when you're pregnant like you really need to not you don't need to but like it's really 
I think important or I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but to, you know, to like be connected with your partner so you can lose intimacy if you're not having sex, but you don't need sex for intimacy. intimacy. Right. Yeah. You, you make can make out. Like, yeah. Or like take the bath. Go away. It's like make out with each other. Your every sense is still being met when you're making out. Yeah. That was something we did. We took baths all the time together. I took a bath for the first time in years yesterday. <laughs> I spent an hour in there and I was like, I should probably get out, but why? Yeah. <laughs> but when I was pregnant, all I wanted to do was be in the bath because I felt so physically miserable. So being in the bath like, helped. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, so me and Nathan would just like take baths together and just like hang out in there. And it was nice because when you're in the bath, like you, there, you're not usually on your phone. Like there's not a oh. lot of distractions. So you're just hanging out and you're just talking and, you know, talking about your day or laughing or whatever. So that was, it, it has always been a really nice time for us in the bath. And we take a lot of like non-erotic baths. Like it's not like a sexy time, but it is just like a time for us to like reconnect right. in that little water puddle. <laughs> yeah, but I think that also still helps too, because you're just being with each other. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're not on your phone yeah, and listening to one. each other and all the things like it's, yeah. So it's like a good the, little the intimacy. Yeah. Can definitely like you can miss it if you're not being sexual, but you don't have to. You don't have so to. That's a good. Yeah. Like just taking care of each other is intimate. Washing each other's back is intimate. Like it's showing that you love each other in a different way. You don't have to always want to be having sex. Mm-hmm. Penetration, you know, penetrative sex. Right, right, right. <laughs> just focus on pleasure instead of orgasm right yeah even if it's i took the trash out (laughs) thanks babe (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. definitely have you i mean i'm sure you probably have but the like five love languages or whatever have Mm -hmm. you like what are mine gone into that yeah what are yours my okay i feel like with a lot of personality tests you are who you are but with the five love languages i've always found that it changes depending on what i'm not getting Mm-hmm. And so before, number one was quality time and then words of affirmation, touch, acts of service, gifts. And the the last two or three usually stay the same, but now I'm finding that I want more touch because I'm not getting that, even mm-hmm. if it's just a hug from, well, that's also hard too because I don't really let everybody hug me. Yeah. So I'm in my own way with that, but yeah, that's mine. Like touch um words of affirmation and i already forgot what the rest were quality time quality time see i'm getting so much time with myself right now that that's being i'm fine yeah like i'm i'm such an introvert i'm okay with being alone it doesn't bother Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. but touch and (laughs) affirmation (laughs) those are things i miss and haven't gotten like my bucket filled with what are yours i think my First one is gifts, which is like everyone's so ashamed of that one. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with it. Well, because it just seems like, oh it's my like, gosh, show me you love me and give me diamonds, <laughs> and it's like, it no, it's just no, yeah, thoughtful, right? Yeah, and a lot of times I don't even actually need to get the gift. It's like if Nathan is like, oh, I like was passing the flower guy on the side of the road and I really wanted to get you flowers but I didn't have any cash on me like if he comes home and he tells me that it's as good as getting the gift because I'm like you saw that and you thought of me and you wanted you know wanted me to know that you love me (laughs) like that's you know that's enough I mean, obviously, it's nice to actually get the flowers, (laughs) but (laughs) kind of an act of service. Like maybe they kind of marry. Yeah. Well, it's funny because that you mentioned that because I fully believe. Well, I don't know. Do you know what your what your things are? I don't remember what mine are because I totally believe that the way Nathan shows affection is acts of service. Yeah. So he's always like. So that's maybe also how you receive it because I think that the love languages are how like how you uh, express and understand love. So if I want to be affirmed with language, then I'm always going to be like, you look so great. You're mm-hmm. doing this awesome, blah, blah. So maybe it is acts of service. 
don't know. It might be exercise. receiving. Or it might be affirmation. Now that I'm thinking about it, those are two. T- those two are kind of tied for you. Well, just what I can see how he treats me. He's always like, I love you. I love you. Do you know how much I love you? You're so beautiful. And I'm like, shut up. I look gross. Like you're lying. But, you know, so, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Those might be tied for you. Yeah. There's also a five love languages book for married couples specifically. I don't know. what I have it. I haven't read it. But I... I don't know what the difference is between these are my five love languages. Maybe it has to do with incorporating yours with your partner. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe we should look into it. Yeah, that'd be fun for you too. Yeah. Because how do I show you that I love you? Do I? <laughs> Ever? Um, I mean, yes. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I like like when you touch me and stuff. That's like what I like to feel from you. Even just like a head rub. Yeah, Yeah, like constantly. Oh, man. (laughs) She just like rub my back. I'd be like, oh, yeah. No, and I, well, and I do try to do that because I know that you like that. But I'll like play with his hair while we're watching TV or like he likes when I pop his pimples and I'm like, okay, you're not like a teenager. You really don't have pimples anymore. (laughs) I'll try. (laughs) But I guess that kind of like leads into like, well, not really a marriage, but after kids, things change. I mean, at least from a woman's perspective, like your body changes and like you're not, I mean, obviously like the physical, the physicality, I don't know if that's the right word. The physicality of giving birth is like a war on your body. Like it's like everything changes and then you go through this brutal (laughs) birth process and everything hurts and you don't feel like yourself and your hormones have gone bananas. And it's just like, how do you find your way back to sex after that? And then you have this new little person right? or two, if you're me, yeah, that you're also taking care of. And it's just, I don't know. It's just so crazy. Yeah. Breastfeeding also affects your hormones. Yep. So that- <laughs> yep. <laughs> so do you feel like, well, I mean, especially after you just have babies and you guys had two at once, you're tired. Mm-hmm. Like, your body just went through all of this, but also Nathan's tired, mm-hmm. right? He's taking care of all of you. You're all taking care of each other. So what is it? Am I going to take a nap or am I going <laughs> to decide to have sex? Right. Maybe try a kind of lazy starfish, you know, <laughs> do that type of thing. But I think that goes back to like just finding ways to desire or uh, find pleasure in other ways with, the massage in the bath and stuff and then eventually the other the sex comes back if you're actively thinking about putting like making sure that's an effect or a strong part of your relationship again mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? yeah. so like date night even scheduling sex it sounds crazy mm-hmm. but if you if it's scheduled and you know that like the kids are going to be sleeping right now or the kids are going to be here right now um and right now they can't yet go and open your door Right. Right. Yeah. No. So, I mean, get it in. You know, if you're if you're (laughs) feeling like it and it feels you're like in the mood, the babies will be fine. If you guys are happy, they'll be happy. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yep. You just have to put put in the effort to make sure that you guys get there together. Not just a couple couples. Yeah. Just like for just to speak about like our experience, I would say. So when I was pregnant, I was still, well, like people would ask me all the time, like, oh, are you like super horny? And I'll be like, yeah, but I was like that before. So it's like, (laughs) nothing's changed. This is normal for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then I, like we had the birth and well, it was, I don't know. I don't know if it's funny, but like Nathan was like so afraid to have sex with me because he was like so sure that he was going to send me into labor. (laughs) You mean while you were pregnant? (laughs) Yeah. 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 So when I was like pretty far along, he like never wanted to do anything because he was like, I'm going to send you into labor. I was like, no, it's fine. Well, there was a couple times where we did it or maybe once, but you got like, I don't know, like a muscle cramp or something. Mm -hmm. And you're like, ah. And I was yeah. like so scared. I was like, oh no. Oh. <laughs> <My babies."> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was just positioning. We had to figure out what positions was okay for me. Part of it too. Wasn't like, like 
making me work too hard. <laughs> um, so then, so it had, you know, it'd been like kind of a little bit and then we had the babies and then you're like not allowed to have sex after you give like birth. Eight, eight weeks like that? Six um, to eight weeks. I think, yeah, six to eight weeks. And we, so you bleed for a long time after you have your baby. And then like almost as soon as I was like kind of done bleeding, I was like, okay, like, let's go. Like I, I for one am ready. And then I don't know if it was getting jostled around or what, but I would start bleeding again. So I'd be like, okay, we can't. I mean, some couples, I mean, not to be nasty, but some couples don't care about blood. It was just like, put a towel down, take a shower after, do it in the shower. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for like for period stuff, like I totally get that. For postpartum, it was a little more kind of like, well, am I healed? Is everything Ah, okay? Like, so that was weird and hard. But we eventually, like, it was fine. But then I can't really remember. I feel like it wasn't a problem for us, like, being tired or or anything like that. Just personally, it was fine. We're like, oh, you feel like doing it? Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. That's <laughs> yeah. nice, though. Because we yeah. able to jump back in once you're, like, healed. But then the thing that was more difficult was like physically things were different like I like my stomach felt really fat and I had a lot of stretch marks so I was like really insecure and for like a long time I was like I'm not taking my shirt off when we're doing stuff like I was so just like uncomfortable I was like don't look at me like we could do it but like you can't see me so that was like hard and really different and then another thing was I liked, you know, before I liked, you know, boob stuff and then not after having two babies suck on my boobs yeah. all day. I was like, Leave don't touch my nipples. Don't look at my nipples. Don't even <laughs> think about my nipples. Like I can't have this. So that was like, that was kind of hard for you, right? Like mm-hmm. that was, was my favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you guys got it back now. No, not yet. Not really. Working on it. Yeah, there's like here and there. There's times when it's fine, but. But I mean, I'm still breastfeeding one baby, so it's just. I'm still kind of just like no, like, sorry, my boobs are not. They're not on the table for you. That was another thing when I was looking into the pregnancy question was like, how to feel sexy while you're pregnant and postpartum because, like you said, your body's completely different Mm -hmm. like you watch your body change over nine months drastically and then all of a sudden your babies are out but you still have your postpartum body yep so I think it's important to practice positive self-talk and being like I'm sexy yeah my body gets two beautiful babies my man loves my stretch marks even though it's hard to hear for your partner Mm -hmm. um because stretch marks are like not cute at first, like when you first get them, you're like insecure because your body's different. But then eventually they become empowered and you're like, I'm still sexy. I got these marks, whatever. And then he's yeah. like licking and kissing all over them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like one of the top things that I found when I was researching it was positive self-talk and believing like your partner's not like gassing you up. Partner loves you and is telling you exactly what they see. It's just a matter of hearing it and believing it and telling yourself the same thing. Because if you're not believing it, how the hell are you going to hear your partner telling you that? Yeah, it's like yeah, think- yeah, yeah. Fine, cool. You have to say that you just want to get laid. No. Yeah, like it's Which, honest. For you're me, beautiful. That is like a hundred percent exactly our conversations, and that is totally my attitude. Just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. I don't believe mm-hmm. you. You just want to do boob stuff. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you're your own worst critic, girl. Yeah, but it, I mean, yeah, it really is like that. Is it's super real and it's super hard. And I mean, especially with social media, for me mm-hmm. personally, social media is poison. I'm addicted to it. I'm just gonna be honest, but I get so jealous when I see girls or women who like have had a baby or a couple babies and they're all super skinny like and their stomach's back. super flat or they don't have a single stretch mark. And I'm like, bitch. And it's hard because it's like, that is fine. And that is, that's real. And that's natural because that is their that's reality. Their but like, so is mine. And that's okay. 
but it doesn't feel okay right. when, you know, when you see this like more perfect version. But that's not perfect. It's just what society's telling you is supposed to happen. Yeah. But yeah. it really and is also, hard. All those photos are touched up. What is it? Photo, what is it called? Photoshopped. Photoshop. Facetune, whatever. But Facetune, yeah, that stuff. Like everybody's life on Instagram is happy. Nobody's showing themselves in the yeah. hard times. Yeah. Judge marks are just a part of it. Like going through puberty, I was like twelve when I started getting boobs. They were like not even massive. Mm-hmm. And I had these crazy stretch marks and I've had to live with them my whole life. And it's like I was insecure about it too because we're told like that's not cute and that's not sexy and ill. And mine were like they look like scratches on my mm-hmm. chest when I was mm-hmm. wearing um V necks. And then eventually you're like, fuck it. My boobs are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't show them to anybody ever and a lot of my friends make fun of me for it, but they're mine. <laughs> yeah. And you need to see them. <laughs> and I think the other thing to remember is like it's kind of like a there's like fluctuation. Like sometimes I will be like, I'll catch myself in the mirror and I'll be like, okay, girl, like go yes! ahead. Like look that, at her. Yeah. But then, you know, a couple days later I'll be like, I'm so ugly. And it's like just like with all things you know it's like a fluctuation and you know you'll have good days and bad days right but I think the positive to look at is that you do have the days where you're like damn girl and you're not stuck the other side of it yeah like it's totally normal to go back and forth between them Mm -hmm. right I mean how conceited are you if you're like I'm fucking banging all day long every day (laughs) nobody's ever like that but yeah to be able to actually do that and tell yourself you're like you cute today yeah you know Yep. I think it's good. Like, it's not bad to be like, oh, geez. Like me, quarantine, I have put on some weight, but it's like, I'm also not trying to do anything to get rid of it. So I don't get to complain. Yeah. This is, I'm healthy. My body's doing what it's supposed to do. I just, you know, I'm a little warmer around the middle, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, okay. it is it is nice too. like, just that I'm like married and like secure in my relationship. And it is like a thing. It's like, well. I mean, you're not stuck, stuck, but it's like, well, you're stuck with me. So it's like, even mm-hmm. if you're not super into it or like think it could be better, like we're married. So you like this it enough. It. Yeah. Does, it sounds to me, though, like he adores you and I've never met him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, man. But um, back to what you were saying earlier is like, you're just tired. Like, and sometimes you are just tired. Like I was thinking about how we're going to have this conversation tonight and the baby's just, they're just running us today. And we were both just exhausted. And I was just thinking like, do I want to have sex right now? Absolutely not. Like there's (laughs) no way. (laughs) My energy has been drained. They win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no little brothers or sisters for you. (laughs) Not happening. Um, so, but then day by day, you will, in, and then I was thinking about it too, though. It's like, you feel like that during the day or like even into the evening. And then they go to bed and it's and it's like 30 minutes later, you're just like, okay, like I've caught my breath. Like I can, you know, feel like I'm not frazzled. And then maybe, maybe I can't feel sexy. Give me another, you know, 20, 20 minutes. Give me a glass of wine. I don't know. I would be able to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Start with a massage. So I think it's kind of like you can feel like you're way too tired to have sex. And then when the baby's sleeping, you might find like, you know what? Maybe I'm not. It's kind of, I just thought of this, it's kind of like when you go to the gym. <laughs> like, I'll do that. People are like, I'm so tired. I don't want to go. But once you're there, you're not regretting that you went there. It's just a matter of getting yourself there. Maybe yeah. That's the same kind of thing. Like, take a break. Enjoy the silence of like no pitter patter around you. Yeah. It's like numbing. It feels so good when it's quiet. <laughs> Sometimes. But, but yeah. And then that whole thing that you had mentioned earlier with like the use it or lose it. I had heard that too. It's like in terms of like sex drive, it's like you, it's kind of like supply and demand. Right. Where if you are doing it, then you're going to want to do it. But if you're not doing it, then you kind of get used to that and you're like, oh, yeah. well, it's fine. But if you're a person like me without a partner, 
you can still have sex with yourself. Yeah, totally. You don't need somebody else. I mean, it'd be, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. But you can also just take care of yourself. And it's quicker. You know how to do it. You're done and mm-hmm. you go to sleep. Which I think is also like, even when you are married, like that's still an option. I don't know. Just Always. masturbation in general Always. is like not something people talk about. But sometimes you're like, yeah, I need to relax. Yeah. I don't it's need good you, for you though. It releases the good <laughs> hormones in your brain. It relaxes your body. It helps you like relieve stress. Yeah. It's all good. Totally. And yeah, There's sometimes th- you, you just like want the release, but you don't want the whole ritual of like right. connection and foreplay and right, which is where, like, and everything. You can, ha- you can practice mutual masturbation mm-hmm. and just do it together. Yep. And same. Get it done. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds terrible, but at least you're together. Yeah. Or not. So just, Maybe you need some me time in the bathtub. Yeah. There's a, so many options that I feel like everybody knows about them because when people are in private, everybody figures it out. But then people don't really talk about it that much. Like, I don't know. I mean, me and my girlfriends, like, we talk about it. But it's like, yeah, same. Same. you don't talk, talk about it publicly about like, oh, yeah, no, I didn't want to have sex last night, but. I needed That's to wind down, so I just future. masturbated. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm going to be like, yeah, and this is what I did on my podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait These for you to start stories. a podcast. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That would be fun. Do you have anything to add as a man with children? Yeah. I mean, I feel like you guys touched on it just, just as a man, too. Sometimes it's hard. It, when the kids just run you down and you're tired. And I also feel like there's sometimes I'm self-conscious about my sex drive because it's like society always says that men are supposed to be horny 24 mm-hmm. seven. And sometimes I'm not, or I'm tired, you know, and I feel like, well, what's wrong with me? Am I supposed to always Nothing. be horny? You're tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That- there, I read this stat that said that um, f- new fathers go through a period of postpartum also. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's like your whole life is being, I don't know what the word is, re-something. Yeah. And you, it's like adjusted and you have mm-hmm. to like try and meet the adjustments and your sex drive can be down with it when like you're tired, your psyche's tired, you're physically tired. Like a lot of it has to come back to sleep deprivation. <laughs> and like you said, just like not feeling sexy or being afraid of hurting your partner after the birth and things like that. Yeah. Just yeah. talk about it parenthood is constantly evolving and it's like you can almost never like get a grip on it because as soon as you're kind of comfortable they go through a growth spurt or they start doing this or they start doing that so like we used to be able to like if it was the afternoon and we were kind of feeling it you'd be like all right go in your little jumper or your little walker and like we'll just put on a movie like you guys will be fine crack the door so we can hear if anything goes wrong <laughs> go do what we need to do and then like come back out and it's fine yeah now camera on. <laughs> that is not an option because they're running wild and we cannot take our eyes off of them so yeah. it's just yeah. like things are just constantly changing everything off the counters yeah it's insane <laughs> but yeah it's just you kind of have to keep you have like, to keep evolving with yeah. your kids like as your kids age what you and your partner or you yourself are doing also has to evolve. So it's like, that's where I feel like the distance can come in. It's like, oh, well, if we were like regularly like doing it in the afternoon or like semi-regularly or whatever, that was like a thing and we can't anymore. So we miss that time. And then it just kind of is like, then you realize, oh, we haven't done it in however long because we've been missing our time, you know? And you just have to evolve and you have to get a new routine. Adapt. Yeah. Adapt, yeah totally. <laughs> Adapt is the word. Get it in there. Make it work. I just, I couldn't imagine. Like, is it, oh, because I'm thinking like you put your kid in front of the TV, like you said, and you get to just go away for 10 minutes or whatever it is. But now with them running around everywhere, is it just like sleep time when they're sleeping mm-hmm. or when yeah. they're gone, which yeah. is, yeah. Not in often. this pandemic area. Never happened. <laughs> I feel like we've kind of, the way we've changed is like now, you know, maybe we'll stay up a little later. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. 
like because that's the only time we can do it so yeah but it's worth it the next day yeah, <laughs> yeah. well it's kind of funny because we have like like a pretty strict bedtime we're like all right 10 o'clock we're sleeping because i have to get up with the babies he's got no they go bed at seven which is also a strict bedtime yeah (laughs) but like i have to get up with them in the morning he has to go to work so it's like we can't be tired for those things so we go to bed but then yeah we'll you know stay up a little later since you're still leaving the house to go to work there's an opportunity there for just foreplay and be like i'm thinking of you or like you know, whatever, send a little little picture of you when you sneak away from the kids. So he's at work like, oh, <laughs> that's what I got waiting at home. Yeah. <laughs> when I catch myself in the mirror, which I do actually yeah. do. Yeah. I'll, yeah. If I have a confident day and I catch myself in the mirror, I'll just like take a pic and send it to him. Just be like, I was feeling good today. And he'll, you know, send me the hard eyes or whatever. <laughs> greet, greet him with like a makeout session, even though the babies are pulling on your ankles. It's like, excuse me. This is how you got here. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, which um, things actually did change when they used to sleep in our room. Ooh. And that we like, I don't know. There was a time where I feel like we didn't, we didn't want to do it because they were in there and they weren't in our bed, but they were still in our room. So it's like, they would, they might wake up and then they'll be looking at yeah, you and it's like, eyes over their pack and play. <laughs> like, well, I don't want that. That's awkward. Instead um, of your pets looking at you, it's your children. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so once they moved to their own room, I feel like that was really good for a couple of reasons. That was really good for the intimacy, just right. the non-sexual intimacy. Cause we could go into our bed and we didn't have to like sneak in there mm-hmm. in the dark, like little ninjas. We could just like, go in like and like hang out like before we went to sleep just like connect before we went to sleep and just chat and laugh and like whatever and that was really 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 nice and I I had no idea how much I missed that until we got it back and I was like oh my gosh I remember this yeah (laughs) like this is so nice and then it opened up the yeah like just the nighttime bedtime for sexy time which, That's a huge thing, too, is getting the kids out of your bed, out of your room, mm-hmm. if you can. Being like, yeah. closing the door and that this is my time. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Just because it's not my experience, but I can't imagine having the kids sleep in the bed with you. I'm like, what? When? How? What? Just do it. <laughs> yeah. I guess. That's what they used to do. Like, in huts, the mama would be, like, holding her baby and her the man would be like, I'm horny. And then they're having sex and she's holding the baby. Like, it's you know it's natural yeah. yeah i'm thinking more of like a two-year-old it's just a little weird thinking about it of like my kid's in here and i'm on the edge of orgasm and this is weird <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah something that i uh my doula trainer had said because there's a lot of benefits to sex like during pregnancy and during early labor and like stuff like that um and orgasm but she was like, the baby is not judging you. When the baby's in utero, when you're pregnant, the baby is not judging you for having sex. When the baby nope. is a baby, it's not judging you for having sex. So like people need to get that out of their heads. Babies don't judge. They you don't know. judge, yeah. They don't judge. And when you're having sex during pregnancy, all the good stuff that you're feeling, the baby's feeling too. So I don't like, how is it not good? Yeah, the release of those good hormones are like, oh, what is this? Hey, mama. High also. (laughs) (laughs) Like oxytocin? I like that. (laughs) More of this, please. Yeah, but you're right. Your baby's not judging you. Mm -mm, Not at all. They don't even know what's going on. No. That's like a lot of older, not older, but if kids walk in, they're like, mommy and daddy were play fighting under the covers. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yes, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting because I mean it's gonna evolve again. Because right now I feel like we're pretty like in our little routine. We know what's going on, you know, for now. But yeah, once they start walking and they can come in the room, or you know, if they got to keep it quiet because we don't want to wake them up or like things like that, it's like oh man, it's gonna be a whole new <laughs> ball game. Yeah. Have to figure it out all over again. i feel like there's so much missing from this because there's no video so you can't see our little facial reactions because they're pretty good (laughs) um but something i was gonna ask you 
is so we've been together for three years, which isn't too long, but it's long enough to like get a little stale. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so like, do you have any advice for people who have been together for a while now? I think, well, it's harder with kids, right? Well, it could be kids without kids and just in general. It no, doesn't I'm have just, to be kid I'm specific. Thinking, like connecting wise, like you're never going to unplug from your children, I hope. So I can only imagine that's just an extra challenge of like you guys making sure that you're reconnecting and staying together and all those things. But it's also harder because we're in this pandemic and can't go anywhere. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing is like um, just making time to spend quality time together without the kids. Like, do you guys can are you guys able to like have a picnic in the backyard? Lay out. Yeah, we could do that. You guys mentioned you like looking at the stars. Yeah, we, we used to. Yeah, we'll do oh, it. Yeah, we the haven't been out there in a long time. We wow, we should do that. You guys have that camera for the babies. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The screen, take the screen outside and just make sure you don't lock yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> just go lay in the grass, you know? Yeah, that would be so, really cute. I, mean, it's, I think it's just all keeping connected and talking to each other. And when something's not cool or something's lacking, having the confidence in your relationship to be able to say, yo, this isn't happening. I miss this. How do we get this back? Like, no matter if you're there for three months or three years, like, Three months. We used to go out and eat all the time, and now you just want to sit on your couch. I'm not about this life. We need to go out. You know, yeah. just talk about it. Yeah, the pandemic has been hard because we used to, I would say, a couple times a month, like two or like every other week, maybe. Yeah. We would like go on a little date, and we would go to dinner, and my mom would come over and watch the kids. And it was nothing crazy, but it was nice to just like put yeah. some makeup on and like go out and we just like. That. Put some makeup on, go have a picnic, put some makeup on, go look at the stars, put some makeup on and like (laughs) just turn your living room into something cute. I don't know. You can also like, I saw, I don't remember what I was watching, but this therapist uh, suggested doing what your partner wants to do for the night. Uh, So I don't know if it's weekly or more than once in the week, but say it's Nathan's turn and he really just wants to sit there and get his head rubbed and watch a movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And so as his partner, you're just going to fill his bucket and do what he wants. And then the next time when it's your turn, you want to, I don't know, take a bath, use some bath salts, and then also watch a movie. And then he's just going to do what you want to do. Or maybe, I don't know, (sighs) whatever it is you want to do, you plan it and he goes along with it with you wholeheartedly, no complaints, Mm -hmm. just make each other happy. Yeah, Yeah, that is nice. And you can also make it a surprise. Like I'm planning tonight. And you're going along with it. Bedtime's at 7. See you at 7.10. Throw <laughs> on some mascara. Take a quick shower. You know? Again, yeah. it's like putting in the effort and making it a priority to make sure you're connecting with each other so that things don't get too far apart. If that makes right. sense. Which we did do. We did. It was our anniversary during quarantine. And we, like, made, like handmade pasta and it was so cute and i decorated the living room with candles and we got dressed up and it was really nice but that was like six months ago (laughs) yeah it would be nice to do it again like a uh, six month three and a half year anniversary um get some lingerie if that's what what you're into get some lingerie lingerie. I'm like, uh, what's that? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, do you have any tips, like specifically like sexy tips, like if things are getting stale? <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's kind of hard because every couple's different, right? And you like, right. But I'm just a very big fan of lube. Okay. And people think that lube is something that you use when things are like dysfunctional or like dusty. not exactly working. <laughs> but lube can be fun. Like you can use it for a massage. You can get candles that have like the wax is made out of coconut oil or something, coconut wax, and you can pour it on each other. And that's a type of it's a kink, but that's fun. Oh, yeah, I saw those eyebrows. <laughs> Try it. I'm gonna need some Amazon links. <laughs> yeah, like just um, I'm sorry, I'm, I got distracted by the lube. 
(laughs) (laughs) Just like any like little tips or tricks or like things to try to keep it. Yeah. So that's why I was talking about lube. Also, um, uh, if you're open to it, like inviting toys into the bedroom with you and Mm -hmm. understanding that vibrators don't replace penises. Mm Mm-hmm. Vibrators don't replace penises. I feel like I have to say it again for the people in the back. Say it again. Yep. Because Mm -hmm. there are people, there are people with penises that get so insecure and it's like, oh, I'm not enough for you. I'm like, no, it enhances both of us. Yeah. And they also make vibes that um, can play with the prostate, and that's a hot spot too. So, vibes, toys, um, I don't know, butt plugs if you're into it, trying new things. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have a question about butt plugs, which I just thought of. What do people... Okay. People just had light bulbs go off at the same time. Okay, you go. Do people... So <laughs> what is a butt plug for? Okay. I don't know. So first of all, when you're doing anything anal and you're inserting anything ever, mm-hmm. make sure that there is a base big enough mm-hmm. so that it doesn't get lost in there. Okay. <laughs> Tip one. Got it. Yes. (laughs) So like if you're using anal beads, you need to have like a long enough string or some Mm -hmm. kind of stopper. Okay. Literally so that they don't travel too far. Um, But it's, it's just like, there's a G spot in there for men, they say. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just touching on the prostate that it adds a little bit more pressure when you're reaching orgasm. Cause when you're reaching orgasm, like your pelvic floor is tightening uh, your vaginal walls are tightening, like everything's getting tighter and just pulling everything in against a butt plug just like blows your mind. It doesn't okay. even have to be a plug. It could just be a finger. Okay. But okay. One time we had a conversation and I didn't know this, but he said that he had a conversation with his friends that people like wear butt plugs, like to go grocery shopping. And I was just yeah, like, it's just like a- what? <laughs> it's kind of like a dirty little secret. Like you have no idea. Yeah, what I'm what I've got going on right now, but women right. also, or people with vaginas also wear um, kegel balls, like weighted balls. Mm-hmm. It's also mm-hmm. helpful for like dysfunction with like vaginismus or any other kind of bad, right. not bad thing, but something yeah, can something's be like not therapy. Working, I guess when it's not functional, right? Yeah, um, but it also can just feel good, and it just strengthens your pelvic floor, which also helps with birth and it helps with orgasm and like all of that's working together. But that's yeah, funny that I I had thought well, I thought they were like. For like, like during sex or to like loosen you up for like anal sex or whatever. Yeah. But I just had no idea that people were just like casually out in these streets and like you have no idea that like people could be. Yeah. I was like, oh. Or like you can make plugs with like cute jewels on the end. Like heart shaped jewels or star shaped jewels. Sure. I've never seen one of those, but I don't. (laughs) argue with you that they exist i'm gonna send you a picture when we're done because <laughs> Is it gonna it's be like a, a big like raccoon ta- no just <laughs> no just like stock photo of the plug <laughs> that sounds like a fun kink though um but yeah i was just like oh wow but anyways i'm sorry i got us totally off track but i was like no but yeah you can also use butt plugs to gradually mm-hmm. yeah and so that's dies. all i had that was my that was the extent of my also, knowledge you need lube yeah <laughs> spit is not enough you need lube yeah broke back mountain is a lie please take care of each other <laughs> yeah yeah the 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 butt is not self-lubricating like the vagina it is not no and you also have to understand that shit happens mm-hmm. you know if you're not ready for it or if you're not able to accept that that may happen just right. don't do it then you yeah know? yeah no that totally makes sense yeah um gosh i i wish we could rewind i don't remember what you're talking about things that uh Make things more fun. So we started talking about butt plugs because I don't know how we got there, but <laughs> there it Just is. Just naturally, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you ha- well, I feel bad because you were gonna say something. Oh, that's what it was. I just remembered. It, there's this. Um, it's called a yes, no, maybe list. So it has a whole bunch of kinks and different types of play on it: um, anal, beads, choking, slapping flogging, whips, all the things mm-hmm. just listed. And then on your individual charts, you'll check off yes, no, or maybe. And then you'll compare it and see like what your partner, what you're both into, what like is a hard no for you, but they're like, well, maybe, but also yeah. don't try and sway 
anybody against their hard nose. Right. But it could be an open conversation or you could be like, dang, I didn't know you're into that. I'm into that. Let's do that. Yeah. Or, you know, yes, uh-huh. no, maybe list can be very helpful also. You can find them online. Pleasure Chest has one. That's one of my favorites. Um, but if you just Google it, it's listed. Okay. Yeah, that's a good tip. And then you, it opens up so much conversation. And also another way uh, to like keep it spicy is to openly talk about your fantasies and what you would want and just not judging each other on it. Yeah. Because even just hearing like <laughs> even have this conversation. No, it's it's just funny because like we kind of had this conversation and I'm just so boring. I'm just like, I don't know. What's my fantasy? <laughs> like, um, I just want you on top. Teddy. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're over here like, I need lube. I need butt plugs. I need. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. talking about that, even just like a turn on, just hearing your partner say like, this is what I'm into. It's kind of like your own personal story of erotica, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. But you're hearing it from your partner. Yeah. Or even like, this is what I want done to me. Can Mm -hmm. you do it? But it's also okay if they aren't comfortable doing it. Yeah. I think that was something that, it was interesting because we, I feel like we have had a lot of conversations, which I'm, I don't know. I just feel personally lucky that I'm like, I'm so comfortable with you that I can like have all these conversations with you mm-hmm. that I've never been with anybody else that I felt comfortable to like be this. Really open. tell you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, yeah. So some stuff we've like talked about and then some stuff it's kind of just like in the moment oh can you do this and then like it's fine and it works out but it's funny because Nathan's like yeah which I don't know sorry Lori but Nathan's like yeah I, I don't know I <laughs> I, I, I didn't I never pictured myself doing something like that but <laughs> so. did you have fun <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> so um that's yeah, awesome it, it is nice like we have communication like pretty open and good communication most of the time Stay I would forward. say yeah we haven't we haven't got there yet but <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We'll figure it out oh <laughs> all right Lori <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but I mean sometimes it's it's not all just like fun like oh like this would be fun sometimes it's like hard and like not fun to like talk and communicate and mm-hmm. you know you just you realize there's a lot of stuff. I don't know. Just for me personally, I'm like, okay, I like this thing. And I'm just like being honest about it. Like, am I weird? Do you think I'm gross? Like, it's like, I have to feel like be so vulnerable about it, you know? And it's like, that's not hard. Yeah. Yeah. Or when we're not connecting, like recently, we just like, I like personally just went through a phase where I was like, I'm just really not, I like don't feel sexy I don't feel like I want to have sex or like do anything and when we do do it I don't really get anything out of it like it's just not I'm just not into it right now and that was hard it was like I have to be honest with that with him about that and it's hard for me because that's not my mo like that's not how I usually am I'm the instigator and then all of a sudden I'm just like nah um but then you know it's like yeah, just having to be like, I'm sorry, like, it's not you. Like, I am still attracted to you, but I'm just not into it right now. But it's like, those are not fun conversations to have. They're yeah. hard. But I think you're handling it well, even just being able to tell him that. Especially, like, it's not you. And it's not the cliche, it's not you, it's me. But, like, no, really, I need a minute. I love yeah. you. You're sexy as fuck. But right now, I don't feel sexy as fuck. And <laughs> yeah. it's rubbing off on and it was like, yeah, we did yeah. kind of have to just be like, like, all right, it's been a while. I guess we should try to like, try it, you know? Cause it's, it's like the thing, like, I, I don't want to lose it, but I'm not interested in using it right now, right. but I'm going to do it anyways until, you know, it gets fun again, which it did. So, you know, <laughs> it's like it came back around, but it was a while of that just kind of being like, Ugh, and just, but those days also you can try the the foreplay through text message and just like I'm thinking of you and stuff like that but I mean like it's kind of hard if you're not if it's not being received you know what I mean but the efforts I think I don't know I've learned a lot of like what you were saying about um like talking to men 
obviously like I've never talked to any man about sex, sexual stuff or sexuality or anything oh, yeah. as much as I have since I've been married. But I'm like, I had to learn like what Nathan was saying earlier. He's like, well, I'm not horny 24 seven. Like I had to learn that. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, All men want to have sex all the time. Right. Wrong. No, <laughs> like you're a three dimensional person with other hobbies and interests and goals. Like, <laughs> What are you talking about? On your mind? What? Yeah. <laughs> so that was like really an adjustment. Was, but that's yeah. also just society telling us how all of us are supposed to be behaving. And it's like, that's just not me. Yeah. Like you and said, it's not my MO. Not, not like, not that it was weird, but it was just like learning and just learning like, oh, these things that I thought or that, yeah, society has taught me are not real. Right in terms of like sex, even like my friend, like we talked about it and she was like, yeah, that's the same thing. Like she felt like she had the same expectations that her husband should want to have sex with her all the time. And then he wasn't. And it was like confusing as a woman, like why you don't like me. You don't think I'm sexy. You don't want me. I don't understand, but it's just reality. Right. But with like, in your case, you, had the conversation to understand instead of internalizing it and just building a what's the word grudge well <laughs> kind of <laughs> I mean it was like a longer process like it was like an insecurity that I had for a long time of being like I don't understand why you are not trying to jump my bones every You're day like, I make it this isn't enough <laughs> yeah I'm like hello um yeah so it, it was like a really, it was a much longer process of like learning like, okay, like Nathan is a real man, not a TV boyfriend, you know, and he has, you know, needs like sleep and rest because he works all day and he has, mm-hmm. you know, hobbies that he wants to spend time on, not just getting me in bed. Like, you know, like it's just, it was really, it was really it's just an adjustment. It's also, yeah, it's also can be confusing because women are like, why is it all you want to do is just have sex with me? Why can't we do this, that, and the other? And then sometimes the opposite is, uh, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely like expectations versus reality of being yeah. with this person, of feeling Learning like. Learning a whole new person. Yeah. And it, it is like the whole stereotype, or I think that's what it is, of like oh when you're married you stop having sex and like women like the wife never wants to have sex anymore and I was like uh not this wife (laughs) yeah that was another thing that I read up on too with pregnancy is like or parenthood is being feeling guilty for being intimate with your partner and taking that time away from your kids Mm -hmm. when it's like you're putting time into yourselves for your kids versus taking time away from them do you know what I mean yeah. So people just feel guilty of like, I shouldn't be out at brunch right now having wine with my girls. I should be home, you know, chasing my children. But no, you also need to have some adult time and talk to hum- like adult people. Yeah. Not about whether or not they pooped on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think we it's had important. a conversation while I was still pregnant that it was important for us to maintain our relationship through parenthood. Because even though you're a parent for the rest of your life, your kids hypothetically leave you when you're 18 or when they're 18. Right. And then you're left with this person that you don't even know anymore, but you're supposed to be with them if you're married, you know, for the rest of your life too. So I was like, I don't want to wake up when my babies leave the house and just be with a stranger. Like I still want you to be my best friend and my partner through the whole time so that we're still friends, you know, in 18 years, in 20 years, whatever. So that was a nice thing that we like had discussed ahead of time. That's good. Before we had a plan. Yeah. Which I feel like we've gotten to stick to. Yeah. So far. So far. Yeah. Do you guys think you're going to try the, uh, um, the date night thing or look at the stuff? Oh yeah. Oh, we're definitely like, looking oh, at the stars. Yeah. I liked the the one where you check off yes, no, maybe or whatever. Yeah. I feel like that'd be fun. I can yeah, send you the list that I like too. <laughs> okay. Then you also just learn about each other and you learn about yourself because you're like, oh, I didn't realize I would kind of be okay with toe sucking. 
Yeah. I don't know. That's what came to mind. I'm not. It tickles. <laughs> like, it's a weird thing. <laughs> like, please don't. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Do you know anything about, well, not know anything, but this is like jumping way back to the couple stuff, but like, how do you, like, do you have any advice for like how to bring up something to your partner? Like if maybe you guys have less um, open communication or if you're like nervous about something, like what if you're like, oh, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Just something. I think that you can come up with um, kind of like a phrase together to understand that it's time to just, you know, put your guard down, not be defensive and just listen. Um, mm. I remember with one in one relationship I had, what we did was we would just go Tio, <laughs> like put our hands mm-hmm. on like it's a timeout. And like, we knew that I'm not dismissing you. I'm dismissing myself and I just need to walk away right now. Mm-hmm. And then when you come back, what we'd say is like, I'm ready. If you're ready to talk about whatever it is, or if it's like not coming out of an argument, like I said earlier, just coming up with a phrase so that you understand that it's time for you to just kind of listen to each other because something's bothering one of you. Right. I don't know what it's that like would the be. opposite of a timeout, but you're like, okay, we need yeah. to like enter this like safe space where we're like working mm-hmm. towards the good of our relationship. Maybe or even have whatever. Conversation in the same spot every time right just to like get your brain into like I remember when I was test taking they told us to pick a flavor of gum that we don't usually chew and chew that gum when we're test taking and it just helps your mentality get into the mode of that test of like Mm -hmm. this is what I'm doing I need to study I need to pay attention blah blah um so if you guys have like a pillow that you sit with (laughs) it's not like a talking (laughs) pillow but like just something that's kind of comforting of like this is where we handle this Preferably not in the bedroom because you don't want your room to bring up that kind of stuff. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. But like the couch or a bench outside and like, I think we should go look at the stars tonight. And it's like, <laughs> oh, we're chatting tonight. And then it's also like, I'm I'm a big proponent of pro con pro. So whenever you're going to tell your partner or anybody in anything ever, um, you like start with something positive give them the criticism and then end with another positive. So like, Oh, like the compliment sandwich. Isn't that, is like, that what that's, that is? I that's what I've, I've heard it called. called. But I mean, it's yeah. the same thing, but yeah, it's like, um, I really liked how you kissed my neck last night, but when you pulled my hair, like you really kind of gave me whiplash, but then that's <laughs> you like rubbed my foot and that also made me feel good. So like, oh, yeah, okay. compliment sandwich, pro con pro. Yeah. I'm really happy you came home and was ready for dinner. If you park your car like that again, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> but thank you for bringing dinner home. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is good. I remember, well, just something that you said. Um, it just made me think of, like, I've heard that, like, you have conversations, which obviously it's like if you're feeling, like, violated, you can, like, speak up in the moment or, or whatever if you need to. But it's like, don't, don't, maybe, like, don't talk about, sex things or like give critiques like in the moment if they can wait until later mm-hmm. like I, I remember unless it's hurting you right but yeah. Nathan like he was like oh like I don't like I don't really like when you like bite my collarbone or whatever and I was just like you don't like me <laughs> and it was like it was like that was fine like it could have waited until later but he yeah. told me in the moment like, and I was like totally out of it yeah Yo, so I like told him I was like Next time, can you, like, you can tell me. I want to know if I'm doing something you don't like. But if it can wait, can you just wait until we're not, like... Just take a couple more bites and it won't happen again after the conversation. <laughs> just tell me, like, tomorrow when we're just, like, eating dinner or something or, like, on the couch, like, just, like, having conversations not in the or, moment. Or when you are in bed, afterwards there's an opportunity to be, like, I had fun. Did you like that? And like, that can be a safe spot to be like, I mean, it kind of hurt when you bit my collarbone. Yeah. 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 But, but just like, hell yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> yeah. That was like something I was like, okay, we just, we don't just don't, Not just don't mention excited. it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just like wilt. Like, yeah. Like I'm doing something. Um, but, oh man. But yeah, I think 
So it's just sex is just so it's just such a crazy, complicated because of like society, like taboo. thing. Yeah, taboo. So much taboo. But and literally how all of us got here. Yeah. Like, we're all sinners, and this shouldn't be weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about it. Mm. It's fun. Oh man. I think. And it's fun. I mean, it's not always fun. There are tough conversations, but you have to get past those to have fun again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was all so good, I think. I think it's going to make for great episodes. I hope it was good. This is, the, this is the opportunity at the end when you go, that was fun. Did you have fun? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. Don't spit it out. <laughs> oh, man. How much fun did you enjoy that? Oh, I did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you yeah. for agreeing to be our first guest. Could have, could have had so many technical difficulties, but it all went very smoothly. Don't speak yeah. too soon. We still got like one more minute. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody has any questions, can they reach out to you directly? Sure. So they can find you on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, this is where I say it. Yeah. What's your app? <laughs> Uh, Kiana underscore Elise. It's K I A N A underscore E L I Z E. But yeah, so she is great. Wealth of knowledge, very like non judgmental. So she's super easy to talk to. Thank you. She's, a, she's all about it. Clearly. I am. And if I don't know the answer, I will do the research. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so that's her. If you have any questions for us, um, you can DM us at Tinder to Twins on Instagram or send an email to Tinder to Twins at gmail.com. Um, if you want us to talk any more about any of these things, let us know because I'm sure we'd be happy to get Kiana on again oh, and, yeah. you know, dig deeper or if we get a lot of questions, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if we get a lot of questions, we might do like a Q&A episode or something. Um, but yeah, that's just all the stuff. So thank you for being with us. Thank you again. I had a good time. Thank everybody for listening. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 This is the outro when it's sick as fuck. I want the liquor pouring over when I fill my cup. But on the rail. I hope I make the cut in every top five when my time is up. I just took you on a journey. Hope you felt my soul. I tried to make a piece of art. To-